0: In heaven Every
1: To a podcast about David Lynch's body of work and David Lynch's body um, <laughs> I'm your host Chaz and you know Hollywood really is the place where uh, dreams make stars and stars they
2: make dreams I'm your host Janos and I'm just full of beans
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host Alec and uh, I've got this damn landlord <laughs> I'm
0: Jan, and um, uh, uh, a little girl went out to play <laughs> to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his <laughs> crown, and they're in the marketplace.
1: <laughs> That's good. exactly
2: what she sounds like.
1: Is she supposed to be Polish? Because she I sounds so. Russian. I think so.
2: <laughs> There's no I, way listen, she would be Russian if everyone else is Polish.
1: Well, exactly,
2: Americans.
1: But
0: Americans in e- in Eastern Europe are like it's all kind of, you know. Yeah, I, I work, imagine it's a Hollywood they sort of sound the same. Two Polish
1: women, both of whom are talking to me all the, all the time, all hours of the day. These two Polish women, neither of them sound anything like
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> wow completely yeah, I mean, wrong accent looking up if grace the maybe comes from like not america but she was born grace kaplinger she was born in <laughs> born in new orleans louisiana <laughs> oh, like, yeah
1: i don't i don't think she's wow. eastern european i think david was no, like no. i love to use my my big wardrobe full of actors i'm just gonna pick one out of here and then he was like hey mm. can you do an accent <laughs>
3: do <laughs> what kind of accent? accent oh yeah just whatever
1: <laughs> just like what a this? european one
3: Use my theory <laughs>
2: Cause, cause, like this movie was shot without a script, right? and it was always just like David Lynch writing yeah. up a, yeah. writing up a new uh, new couple of pages after like he already filmed the last bit, you know, and inspiration strike. So my theory is that he just he didn't write Grace Zabriskie an accent. He just came in, she read the script. <laughs> she decided to do this accent based on David based on like what the lines were. I guess I, I guess i put in an Eastern European angle.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
0: guess we'll do. We'll add all these Polish parts yeah. now that uh, yeah. now that Grace has <laughs> <is laughs> Grace has made out. this executive
3: <laughs> decision,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to make the executive decision to film her very close up, but slightly out of focus. Um,
0: yes. Ah. Uh.
1: Ah. Uh, uh, anyway, we're talking about Inland Empire this week. Uh, Inland Empire. Wow. Empire. They named a movie after the skill from Disco Elysium. That's very interesting.
3: Yeah, can you imagine they did that? <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. There's, Derivative. There's like a few subtle, um, you know, hints that the Disco Elysium makers are into uh, David Lynch. Um, I'm not sure if people are not. <laughs> I I feel like it makes a lot of sense that they were inspired by this movie in particular. <laughs> like.
1: Yeah, they watched this and were like, wow gonna put this in my video game very prominently because i love this movie <laughs> so much um yeah inland empire is just like a bit of california um it's like the the not coast um next to la to the east and i guess
2: that's where this is that question mark or something question to mark do with question it. mark yeah it is said in the movie once by a polish person mm. it's said in polish but inland empire mm. a bit is in english
1: yeah
3: it's it's a very cool sort of just set of words. The phrase sounds
1: very cool. Yeah. Inland Empire.
2: Yeah, and it's especially cool if someone like talks in a different language and then it's just like the words inland empire in there. Like you know, when you mm. when you like when you like watch an anime and there's like a few English words in there and so it sounds like very mysterious.
1: Yeah. So I had I had botherations watching this movie. Um, uh-huh. I feel like I might have I was, had the
3: same botheration as you I was
1: watching it very legally. <laughs> And uh-huh. it did not have <laughs> subtitles.
3: Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, In oh, the Polish yes.
1: sections until and then I was like I'm pretty sure that I'm supposed to know what's going on So I was like maybe it's an artistic choice where I'm like Yeah, that was Yeah,
3: precisely. That's the the exact thought process that I went through. I was like But then oh,
1: I was like it would not be no. it would not be some. yeah. It would not be beyond the realms the of possibility
3: for this to be list. It, it
1: <laughs> Good, made a lot more sense with
2: subtitles. I was going to say the polio bits are quite relevant. So, like that, yeah. yeah. I don't think there's there's a way to understand the plot of the movie without those.
0: Yeah. I would say you can right.
1: understand the plot of the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: David's pretty. You know, he doesn't like to hold the audience's hand. I don't think he's quite <laughs> that antagonistic towards yeah, audience. You like, gotta know Polish. <laughs> he if just, you don't know Polish, that he no just. Hope <laughs> well, I, I've Bring sort of your left... <laughs> Polish-English dictionary. I've been <laughs> sort of left super six in the dark on Duolingo because I just, uh, keep up the I legal version a... that I found to
3: watch was the yeah. Amazon version, and that did had no subtitles of any kind, English or otherwise. So That's I still cool. have no idea what's happened in all of the Polish scenes. Oh my
1: god! Oh my god! Like...
3: <laughs> I'm hoping I... you people can enlighten me on this.
2: <laughs> I mean, hmm. I'm not sure Can't how try. much I remember of those bits, but because it, it all flows together, like I uh, I watched this movie like two and a half times uh, in the past like two mm. days, and I I definitely retained or understood more of more of a plot the second time than the first time, but there's still like a lot mm. of bits where I'm just like because there's just so many there's so many bits there's so many things yeah. in this movie, and you're kind of it it kind of has this structure where like things connect to each other but like you see the thing that happens later first and then you see how the character gets to that point mm. and then the, uh, but by the character i mean laura dern and then laura dern walks past the corridor and walks into the previous scene uh mm. but yeah you know it, it has all these like labyrinthine structures so it's like david uh yeah
0: he provided the the a quote at a few digital screenings uh, as a clue okay. from uh, I'm a white person Brihad, Brihad Yaka Upanishad I apologize uh, we are like the spider we weave our life and then move along in it we are like the dreamer who dreams and then lives in the dream this is true for the entire universe so
1: he's so cool <laughs> hey,
0: what a dude <laughs> so dr- so this it is, so, is it's like
2: a web okay. yeah it's like yeah. a fractal um uh, famed uh communist blogger uh and skincare enthusiast mark fisher also wrote an essay <laughs> about like about this movie and mulholland drive and he he like, kind of talks about how holes are like the the main structure of this movie like there's all these like holes that are burned by the cigarettes right and the holes in that one girl's vagina mm-hmm. wall <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you know yeah so true That's so true the, 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 there's all of these these these, yeah. these like it's holes, the hallways and holes and holes. these labyrinthine structures that just lead into each other in a way that it's not like Not like Mm. clearer structure than it would have been in like Lost Highway and Mulholland Drive, but it's uh yeah, it's just like a like like a like a you know, it's holy, it's holy, it's uh it's it's (laughs) spiderweb, it's a labyrinth, it's like whatever analogy you want to do in it, but it's like it's definitely structured in a way that that is going to be. Very disorienting and, um, yeah, uh, tough to tough to crack. I guess.
1: Yeah, I
0: re- it's sort of like yeah, it's like if you try to make a straightforward adaptation of the story of my albums, like you're just not gonna <laughs> it's just like yeah. layers of reality like, and people yeah. just wake up somewhere else and you know
1: like adapting *Homestuck* into a movie, you know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I did, exactly. I I did have a have a moment where I was like, "This is just like Infinite Jest," which uh, which <laughs> is basically the same as Homestack. So,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, there is like a, I did read some criticism, not critic, you know, like reviews that were like um, comparing it to sort of digital media and online media, as in that thing, sort of like it's like you're clicking through links almost from one thing to the next thing. In mm. Uh,
3: Stream okay. of consciousness, sort of. Just yeah,
2: like. I, gu- I, I guess. I guess. I guess. Yeah, and David Lynch did put stuff on his website previously, like Rabbit yeah. and Dumbland were like on davidlynch.com, so he was definitely like familiar with computers. <laughs> but
1: yeah, he he loved the internet. You know? Yeah, but at He's the online. same time,
2: it's it's also really occupied with all these like old forms of media, right? Like radio is in it. Televisions are yeah. all around. They're shooting a movie. You mm. might
1: call it hauntology, hauntological.
2: Mm. You might, maybe. Uh, You might, you might. Do we want to try to summarize (laughs) the plot of this movie?
1: (laughs) Yeah, give it a go. Simple. (laughs) (laughs) There is a lady who is called a
0: woman in trouble. Her
1: name is (laughs) Lauren. Yes. Um, uh, There's a woman who gets a role in a film. Uh, I don't know how much detail to go in. It's so granular. Um, yeah. There's a woman who gets a role in a film. Uh, she is a rich posh lady married to some, I guess, also Polish guy. Yes. She's like, he has Piotrek. a name,
2: uh, but I don't. I think it's like Piotrek. Berg or something.
1: Piotr. And then. Um, okay. Yeah, and he he he's like. Very powerful and wealthy and stuff. Uh, we're we're told, um, and some some lady comes and tells her that oh, just uh, you're going to get that movie role, and also is it, it's to do with marriage? And here's some fucked up Polish folk stories. And, ooh, that's brutal, Br- yeah. brutal, yeah. brutal, fa- brutal, fucking murder! brutal, brutal, fucking murder is going to come to your movie. Um, she's definitely something. She's from somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Lauren looks over, and she gets the role in the future, which she can see, and she she <laughs> joins the cast of this movie, which is called um, uh, something on high From high blue, in
2: blue on high in blue tomorrows
1: on high in blue tomorrows, uh, which is about two people who have an affair, like every movie. Um. And it's it's played by her. She's got the main role, and then the guy is uh, a guy called Devon, who is um. You he's know, just, he's a, just cool a cool guy. guy. <laughs> he's a cool
2: guy. <laughs> he's, he's once again David Lynch's idea of what a cool guy is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Like, now this is a cool
1: guy. Um,
2: and David he's... Lynch is the only person in the world who thinks Justin Theroux is cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean it was the two thousands, it was a different time, you know. Yeah. They had a warped view of what was cool in the two thousands. Um, boy bands. I like looked, Justin Thoreau and like this. fucking sync and that was acceptable.
2: I've, I've been like really taken back when I saw that uh that American psycho clip with the uh, with the business cards again. And then I realized that Justin Theroux was there. Like, I completely missed that the first time, or the time I actually saw the movie.
1: (laughs) He's less recognizable because he isn't dressed up like a (laughs) douchebag. Yeah. I mean, he is, but, like, you know, a different one.
3: Yeah. Different flavor of douchebag.
1: Not the sort of 2000s rocker actor boy thing (laughs) he's got going on here.
3: Leather jacket guy.
1: Yeah, it looks like he's like a sleazy agent of some description or something.
2: Yeah. He's like but an yeah, he's actor who is like known to have affairs with his co-stars, right? Like that's he's the he's vibe a horny actor. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: He's a horny actor. <laughs>
1: they go on the world's most hilarious interview show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <It's so> funny.
1: He's <laughs> just yeah. like David doing comedy. Um,
2: this is what yeah. On the Air must have been like.
1: <laughs> right. And she's I, just like, ooh, I... ooh, 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 are you going to have an affair? <laughs> and he's like, Well, if you want shock, if you want a shock factor, then you should like look in the mirror. And she's like, Oh, I'm ooh, <laughs> is, there's a biting one. Oh,
2: damn. There's a cameo by William H. Macy in this scene, who is just yes, in the movie for so like yeah, yeah. three seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just like the, the outro. But uh, yeah, they, they go on and they start the film and the director is very very funny English actor. Um, he's
2: Jeremy Irons whose <laughs> Jeremy Irons. performance in this movie is like I'm obsessed with this really performance good. <laughs> he's, it he's is, very yeah. Like, friendly yeah he's like the one person in this movie who who acts like he would be in a normal movie like everyone else is doing David Lynch acting Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah, Jeremy yeah. Irons is just like doing a perfectly regular performance <laughs> which makes it so much weirder
1: I, I did way. think he, yeah, I did think
3: thing. he really stood out. That was it. Yeah, I was, it was so bizarre hearing. I, I couldn't, I couldn't remember if, if I'd heard that sort of accent before in a David Lynch. I was thinking back to, um, uh, Elephant Man, obviously, but that's tonally not quite the same as the most recent, the more recent David yeah. Lynch films. It just felt very weird to be hearing this, like, yeah, 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 classically RP accent English guy from David Lynch who's obsessed with like Americana.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, he does feel like a different. He does have David Lynch mannerisms in that, you know, he reacts very, like things are very normal when they're obviously not.
2: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: But his, the way he talks is, yeah, very, like, naturalistic in a way that isn't very Lynch. Uh, but it's interesting and very fun. Uh, we, we were informed that this is actually a remake of a film that was never finished, that is uh, based on, like, a Polish story and a German it's like forty seven. It's called
2: Vier Sieben.
1: Yeah, Vier Which means four seven. And um But this is Yeah.
2: It was
0: it was movie forty-three. <laughs> <but Yeah.
2: laughs> was... Movie forty-seven, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, and uh, but um, it was cursed and the two actors were murdered horribly. But it'll be fine this time, don't worry about it. <laughs> is great um i love how different harry dean laura
0: stanton D- is there
1: yeah harry dean stanton is there as a guy who's called Frankie. is he frank frankie is Freddy freddie looking-
2: <laughs> freddie i think
1: freddie he's just like yes. a waste he's just like a waste man i don't know he's yeah like-
2: this scene is this <laughs> scene is so good like when we talked about jeremy irons acting being being like standing out as being different in this scene it's like laura dern justin theroux uh harry dean stanton and jeremy irons all four of them doing four different types of acting.
1: <laughs> I just feel like
0: apparently, apparently David wanted uh, Harry Dean Stanton to have a British accent, <laughs> but um, but then he then they decided against it. That's probably for the best. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It would
1: be it's very easy. funny if he just had a Cockney accent though, and he was like begging for money from them in like, his <laughs> <laughs> fake Cockney
0: accent.
3: Got any change, governor
1: No, <laughs> so, I need change from my landlord. Um, yeah, because he's uh, yeah, he's just a funny guy who we are told his like role is to to get intel. You know, he hangs around and he figures stuff out. So he's the one yeah. who found out that uh, it's a cursed movie. Um. And he also asks them for money just so he can like cover a few things, which is just a I very love, funny scene.
2: I love Justin Theroux's reaction to this news. Like the first reaction to when Jeremy Irons is like, it's a remake, we've been told. And then he's like, I would never do a remake. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I like,
1: would don't never. do remakes.
2: <laughs> don't which do is do remakes. Yeah,
1: very understandable.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, but of course you didn't know. You wouldn't have known. <laughs> they they were management were very yeah, no. insistent on not letting us know mm. which is interesting i think at this point like this is this is this is this is the cracks of the movie to me is that it's like we're told like this is like 30 minutes into the movie we're told that they're filming this cursed movie and then we're starting to see this movie and like for a really long time all the clues of we have that we have of this like cursed story that like keeps repeating through history for the rest of the movie in like different ways and different constellations. But like the crux of this story is just like someone cheating on someone. Like it's Yeah. The, the and there's just like there's like other aspects of it. But like at first, like the first indications we have of this story, like while they're while they're starting to film this movie is that it's just like this very stuffy uh like this this melodrama, right? Like they're always in these in these old timey dresses right and they have these mm. like the first scene they film is just like Laura Dern and Justin Theroux like just like being very static like Laura Dern with the sunglasses just like looking at him like it's this it's this very uh, understated like boring type of movie they're filming right which uh, which I think is really interesting in contrast to what the movie becomes in, like, the second half. hmm
1: Yeah. I would... Yeah, because we, we get other stuff. We we see this woman crying in a hotel room, and she's watching the rabbits show. Um... Oh yeah, rabbits is here. Rabbits is here. Yeah. my favorite show, this TV show, <laughs> Rabbits. That I'm, I'm I'm personally very familiar with. I'm I don't obsessed. know if the rest of you know it, uh, but I'm part of the Rabbits fandom, so um, yeah, I know it quite yeah, well. I mean, first... that, that features in this movie, which is really exciting.
2: I'm I'm glad we watched Rabbits before this because now now we finally resolve the mystery of who called the rabbits. Who was the phone? Fo- who was the guy in the green coat? Now we know. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the cuck. <laughs> I, he has a name. His name is Piotrek or Smithy, but I think it's just... Because the other character is just referred to as the Phantom, so I feel like the this Phantom. guy should just be referred to as the cuck. The cuck. <laughs> um... like,
1: the, like the fucking... I can't think of it. it? it? <laughs> Never mind. What's the casting guy? He's the little guy. What's it called? I He's a little know. guy. Uh, <laughs> like, Dilbert. Is it the nose? The, the, the not the Mister Magoo. I don't okay, know you're mind. talking about. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore me. There
0: are many. L- there are many little guys in the world of animals. Yeah.
1: there aren't. There's only one. There's only one important <laughs> one.
2: <laughs> uh. Yeah, because like we, you mentioned the rabbit's bit, and it's like. Cause, cause cause the way this movie is structured is like it starts with this bit, like the first line is uh What's it called? X on N. The first line is like X on N, the longest running radio mm. show in history, resumes its broadcast from the Balkans or something like that. And then we see that like this this Polish radio play that is like acted out, but it's like these blurred people in black and white. And mm. then And then it shifts into, like, actual film. And I think the Phantom is here. (laughs) I think it's that guy. (laughs) And then... Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think, well, because the guy goes... Okay, in the rabbits scene, there's the, the dad walks out of the door. But then it cuts, and we see him in, like, this sort of really nice, like, a palace kind of place. Yeah. And then it shifts, and there's a guy there, and I, th- I may have I watched like an explainer video, um, <laughs> so this is tainted with YouTube ideas. <laughs> but I think that's like the rabbit turned into the guy. He like took off his rabbit, or put on a human disguise. And the yeah, I mean there is a. I think the rab, the rabbits are sort of the, like the yeah. the Red Room inhabitants equivalent. That mm-hmm. makes sense cuz
2: there's like a different scene where the Polish guys like turn into or like fade into like they they like sit down and then it fades into the yeah. rabbit. Yeah, in the yeah, exact yeah, yeah. Right. But it's like this yeah. this girl who is sitting who is I think is supposed to be the lost girl from the from the story but I'm not not quite sure what the role of the lost girl is but like this lost girl is like seems to be like trapped like in trapped, this room right? where she's forced yeah. to watch TV. And the things I that can... are on TV are rabbits and and Inland Empire.
1: <laughs> and she's, she's just watching Inland Empire, which, like, fair enough, you know? Um,
2: yeah. That's, like, yeah, I, I, I really sort of...
1: I felt like she... Yeah, that she was trapped from the curse or something. Yeah. And that... I think... Laura Dern yeah. rescues her from the curse. And maybe it gets trapped in the process. I wasn't sure if she then, like, gets trapped in her own version of the room or if... But like what happens to her at the end really?
2: because yeah. yeah, like the first the first 10 minutes of the movie very confusing with the radio play situation and the, the lost girl and the rabbit and after that, like for an hour or like about an hour of the movie it it tricks you into being extremely straightforward where it's just like mm. this yeah, yeah yeah this movie curse and then them filming the movie and then there's, there's like these bits where you don't don't quite know if it's the movie or the movie in the movie. Uh, but it's it's always resolved pretty quickly and pretty clearly, and then like about an hour in, you start to completely dissociate watching this. Like it's, it's yeah, genuinely yeah, a yeah. freaky experience. How much you you're like, okay, I'm still kind of following what's happening, to suddenly mm. everything like falling apart for you, the viewer. Like it's it's it's.
3: There's
0: yeah, your the
2: sense of like
3: time and place it's maybe to sort of the Most unsettling
2: like viewing experience I've ever had of anything like this movie. Like it's. Mm. It's it's really remarkable. There's a,
0: there's a harsh cut where, um actually, there's two things. Yes, there's the moment where uh, Nikki and Justin Thoreau are having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, and it's really dramatic dialogue, and she says, "Oh my God, this is just like our script." Yeah, and the direct she hears the director yell "cut," and for me, I had a moment of like, "Oh, that's." left really vague whether that's like they were actually filming yeah. or she mm. just like heard that. Um so that the, the the seams are cracking, but like the harsh shift is like uh for me it's the sex scene. Yes. Yeah. That's when it really Yeah,
1: that's I the, think, point. Yeah, yeah, that's the her, point. That's the point where it where turns really into dissolving.
2: a dissociation. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because basically yeah what happens is she it begins to blend, right? So Yeah. Yeah. And it, and you can tell because of her accent, because her accent at the beginning it's very very funny in the scene with um, uh with the with the woman who's from indeterminate yeah uh, place because Laura Dern's acting in that scene is like so demure and like oh yeah oh it's so nice of you to come here today oh that's <laughs> very true It's very true yeah yeah <laughs> it's just it's very weird and then. It's when, when she's acting the role, she has this southern accent. And um, sort of throughout the movie, like, sometimes she'll be Nicky, but sort of have the southern accent, and then it'll get all confused. Um, and I think that's how it begins to sort of blend. And I was just trying to, like, follow her accent throughout, because it just goes through, like, a lot of inconditions. Yeah. It's very In- interesting.
2: No, that's, the, that's, that's the that's the that's a tough thing about this movie is that at first it becomes like it becomes less and less clear if it's even possible to tell the difference between the movie and the movie in the movie and then there's and then there's a point where it's like neither well, it, i think it becomes or real both. right yeah yeah
1: and then and then it becomes something else yeah <laughs> about other things <laughs> <Yeah>. maybe <laughs> It's <laughs> like.
2: And
0: there's a bunch of women around. Yeah, it
1: just feels a bunch like... of sexy women. And they do the locomotion.
3: They do the locomotion.
0: <laughs>
1: do the yeah. locomotion. <laughs> One of them shows her tits, and the other is like, damn, those are some nice tits. Really, so it
3: was like,
0: really, nice. really
1: strongly <laughs> reminded me of showgirls. Um, <laughs> and
0: she says, this will get them in like Flynn. Yeah. Which is something people say. <laughs> like, Apparently. So.
1: Those are some nice tits. We <laughs> It's just weird yeah, how, how yeah. like,
2: Laura yeah. Dern would be hanging nice. out with these women who are, like, half her age, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I don't know if um, they're real. I can't tell. I don't know. There was also.
0: So, okay. So, when they're talking about the script, there's, like, oh, there's someone back there. And mm. uh, just Devin goes and checks it out. And there's nobody there. But then after the sex scene, Like she goes through a door or something, and then she's in the set and she's like looking and she sees him coming. He's like yelling at him.
2: "Uh, She's
1: yelling, "Billy!" Which is character.
2: Billy is the character. Billy.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, Billy.
2: Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. because that's the other thing. Like up up until a point, you can like kind of follow if they're calling each other Nikki, Nikki and Devon, or Sue and Billy, right? Mm -hmm. And then there then there comes a point where it becomes harder and harder to tell. There's one thing I one thing that struck me as incredibly interesting. I wrote down the exact line that Jeremy Iron says. Yeah, it's it's the bit where where Kingsley, Jeremy Irons' character, the director of the movie, talks to like one of the one of the set workers about like the 19 year old niece who is really fascinated with the character of Smithy. And she keeps asking who is playing Smithy?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's kind of the was it, Th- that's, that's, was it 19 or 90? I think it was. I mean, here's the thing, right? So <laughs> if Chaz and Alec had the issue of not having subtitles, my very legal copy ha- had subtitles, <laughs> but it was often r- often wrong. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, like on, the wiki.
1: <laughs> on the wiki, it says 90 with a zero.
2: Great. So my my zero. subtitles were wrong because they said 19. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there were other, Brilliant. like the the subtitles on the whenever they were talking Polish, seemed to be they seemed to be right. It just looked like whoever subtitled the English bits also just like wrote down what they heard, uh, and there there were a lot That's of so like, mistakes. I can
1: in tell, that. Um, Sometimes the dialogue was really hard to hear yeah. for me. I don't know if anyone yeah. else had yeah. that. Yeah. Like especially in. No, a yeah, I had that same
0: problem. Yeah, okay.
2: absolutely.
3: <laughs>
1: I think it's yeah. the way it's filmed because it was filmed, uh, first, it was filmed I, on a digital I, camera yeah. without
3: a fucking mic. <laughs> a handheld digital camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah but anyway, the, G- Jeremy um, Allen says who is playing Smithy, which is interesting to me because, like, in the scenes of the film, like in the scenes of "On High on Blue Tomorrows" that we see, uh, Smithy seems to be like he he shows up in like two scenes uh, where it's like clearly in film, right? This character of Smithy who is. Uh, with sue's husband uh sue's like ab- abusive husband who uh who also seems to seems to know about the affair but mm. then there's a mm. few scenes like right at the beginning when sue gets the movie when when nikki gets the movie role her husband Piotrek also like comes uh walks past and and you can see that it's the same guy who later is smithy so i just like really wonder if like anyone even plays because here's the other thing about this movie they're shooting right we see we see devon and nikki a lot and we see these light guys and these stage guys there's this this funny conversation that um Jeremy Irons has with with Bucky G <laughs> Yes, Bucky
0: we talk G. about Bucky J. <laughs> yeah, I love Bucky J. so much. Oh my god,
1: is it David Lynch G- in, the in the- voice?
2: Yes, absolutely, be, it yes. is. Yes, it's gotta be. But but um, to j- just finish my point. Like yeah. we see all these all these yeah. crew guys and stage guys, but we never really see other actors in this movie, like out of their acting roles, which I think is incredibly weird. Like that's gotta be on purpose, right? I think so. Like it's. Yeah. It's, I mean it. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. That's. I think that is on purpose. I think. Yeah.
1: You I just think the the street people stand up at the end and like yes. wander off. Again. But oh, they
2: also yeah. they also completely yeah, wander yeah. off. Like they don't they don't talk to them right. Like they're not like ha great job. Like they just completely yeah. disappear. Like it it just seems like everything about this movie that isn't Nikki and Devon's characters just be seems to be these cosmic forces that are there i'm i'm becoming extremely big-brained about this movie but there's no other way to talk about
0: (laughs) it i can see your pepe sylvia board right now (laughs) in my mind um i do want to mention about bucky j quickly um i was i had i looked into bucky j a little bit because i was just like obsessed um (laughs) and in like I think it's in that book, like Lynch on Lynch or something. He talks about Bucky J, how he just kind of thinks of David Lynch, thinks about him a lot because it's it sort of implied. And he goes into it like he, the night before that scene, like he had just the worst night of his life, like ambulances and the like court cases and stuff. And like, that's just so like. <sighs> Like there's just this whole little world around this one joke character yeah. who like mm-hmm. can't get the right, can't get the light right, and it's like <laughs>
1: I'm having a bad day. I don't day. know.
0: He's just, uh, I don't know. I'm obsessed. I love him, Bucky J, in my heart forever. It's, that, it's a great
2: scene.
1: It's well, just it's like you know, it's that that psychological phenomenon where you're more likely to uh, like. Subscribe um, behaviors to personality rather than to situations. So if you see someone like mad at someone, you're like, oh, they're obviously a mad person, but they might have just had a bad day, you know. And it's Damn. like that, but it's Bucky yeah. J.
2: So true.
0: Had a bad day. You can- <laughs> yeah. Had <a> bad day. <laughs> give me a smile just to turn it around.
1: <laughs> uh. Bucky J.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like I. It's just tough to talk about a lot of aspects of this movie. To me, th- the way I tried to, like, understand this movie is that it's, like, all about, like... If the basic plot is uh, that Laura Dern makes a cursed movie, and then... Mm-hmm. Like, that's the basic plot, right? And then... Yeah. And then it starts going into... I think it it works into different directions from that point on like it's on there's one layer where like the movie becomes reality for her and like she the the uh the the edges between like movie and reality are starting to blur and she starts to become sue and then we see the movie from sue's perspective Uh, and then there's also the other thing where there's also seem where there also seems to be like this because this movie is a remake of Fia Zeban and this Fia Zeban story seems to come up in all sorts of different aspects of this movie like in the in the polish scenes they seem to I I assume they also reenact this uh this fear story um the the like girl yeah. who is bound to watch TV who is forced to watch TV is I assume also part of this somehow because like this Fiaziban story. It's so. What is this story, right? Like it's it's a story <laughs> it's of it's like
1: it's like a girl who yes. she's got a horrible husband, and then she's cheating on him with this other guy um, who is also married. And he's also married, and then his wife kills the guy, kills her husband because he's sleeping with the other woman, and then kills herself with a screwdriver. Um. And then, I think kills herself with a screwdriver. And then he, she meets her husband on the street, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I saw a murder, and it was a it was a guy you knew." Um, so just just saying, mm-hmm. just saying that he's dead now. Uh, and he's also abusive, but I don't know what happens to them after that, really. Yeah, like it's sort of.
2: But and- but then there's also like there's there's these bits. I don't know if if we want to even try to summarize the plot from this point on cuz from this point on it it all becomes these vignettes or all becomes these
1: Yeah it's, it becomes very loose yeah, yeah. It's it, a lot of stuff I, It's
0: like in terms of momentum and like following kind of following it like I can follow up to the point cuz once she is once she is the sort of anomaly in the set and Devin comes and then goes uh, like she goes through a door and she's in like this house in. Th- it feels like it's in like the Midwest or something, and uh, this really small like pink wall.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. This Smithy, kind of Smithy's digi- house, right? With, and then she's yeah, from the set. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and she makes a really gross-looking breakfast. Yeah. What's with those scrambled <laughs> eggs?
1: <laughs> Is that what they were? It looks like
0: a gravy or something.
1: No, I thought it was scrambled eggs, but she was just like... She was, like... You know, uh, she was scrambling them too much. I'm like, your kernels are gonna be too small. You're gonna end up with, like, like, (laughs) squidgy scrambled eggs. You gotta let them set a bit, and then, like, scramble them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Um, just... no. She, Yeah, God. She, like,
1: she sees Smithy in bed, and then she runs, and then she sees the chorus of, like, ladies, and they're, like, saying shit to her, and then she gets a hallucination of the lost girl who tells her to burn a hole in her mm-hmm. in her slip and look through it, so she does. And she sees herself in the future talking to a guy <laughs> about, like, a bunch of fucked up shit.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, there's also the watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, and something to do the, yeah, with the watch as well. Yeah. And, could be, um, I think it's like... It goes forward okay, time. Okay, here's
0: an, here's an idea. Yes. I think the watch is uh analogous to the ring in twin peaks in that it allows you to sort of travel between these different uh worlds
1: i think it's definitely like connecting
2: them twin peaks is honestly like a really good way to talk about this probably because like right at the beginning like let's go back to grace the character actually because she tells her these two this fucked up she some of the mysterious stuff she tells her i feel like are probably very important i just don't fully understand how
0: there's also but just like, a lot of it the dump dumped at yeah. you and it's like sh- should i be
2: taking it's notes? Not <laughs> right like <a> lot <laughs> of it, right at the beginning a lot of it is dumped at you that is gonna like some of it that made sense on a rewatch and some of that is just like really intriguing to me in a way that it's like like it's effective i just can't quite put it together but like she the things she tells her right like First of all, it's the movie thing about how oh, you're going to be in a movie. Um, is it about marriage? <laughs> is it about murder? <laughs> brutal fucking murder, right? Like, it's that bit. that And that obviously, like, comes back, and it is it does turn out to be a about murder, right? Like, it does end in, the movie does end in murder. So, like, that, that makes sense. And then she starts telling these stories about how, uh, Wikipedia thankfully writes these down, so there's She talks about an old tale, and first of them, a boy passed through the doorway into the world, causing a reflection that gave birth to evil and followed him. Yeah, birth to evil that followed him. Which is... This is is an incredibly Bob Twin Peaks story, right? Like, it's... This... This evil that is, oh, like, y- you look into a mirror and uh, and and that creates evil, right? Like, causing a refraction that give birth to evil, that's the exact mm, same okay, image yeah, yeah, yeah. of, like, Coop looking into the mirror. Yeah, or like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, Leland looking into
1: the mirror. I think in the mirror... Is, the mir- is it a mirror in this or is it, like, the camera is the mirror? So Maybe. Like the recording of the movie, which is, like... like
0: Maybe it evil. is. It wait, doesn't is specify. The, is, is the Phantom her husband is it played by the no, cuz the husband plays two different characters right yes the phantom the husband is-, is smithy
1: mm. yes and then the phantom I mean- is the husband of the of the polish woman with the with
2: the okay. beard yes who's like yeah. looks like an yeah, evil yeah, magician. Yeah. you yeah. see the your oh,
1: guy
0: mm. oh this makes too much sense but it's on so many different levels that i'm going to sound like an insane person if i try to <laughs> explain it yeah. because you're bound like, to cuz it's like the the so it's like her husband is, because there, because Nikki mm-hmm. is goes through <laughs> the door, mm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Her husband is there, and so she's the reflection of the Polish girl, and the evil, the phantom. The phantom is, the phantom is the evil reflection. I
2: think the phantom is like the something. evil respect, just reflection of the husband. Maybe like the husband is. Or Smith- yeah. Smithy or Piotrek, uh, he's like, you know, he's 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 both like an an abusive husband, but at the same time he also seems to be this like, this guy being cucked, but like he can't really do anything. Like, there's there's several th- scenes where he's like seeing the like w- where he seems like incredibly powerless, right? Like,
1: yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? Weirdly, what? Um... Mm. Is the Alan Garner book The Owl Service, which is about <laughs> okay. like this this Welsh myth, uh about like a guy whose wife is made of flowers and then another guy has sex with her when he's away who's like a hunter and then they'll like plot to kill each other and then she ends up an owl and all this other stuff happens and one of them ends up dead. And um in the in the book they like have to like every generation like a couple and a woman have to like recreate it like they have no choice almost it just sort of happens that the story keeps like recreating itself um with different yeah. actors just playing the roles and like their yeah. in these roles and that's what it reminded me of because it's like in each of the plot lines there's like the story has to happen and like even yeah. putting on the film makes the story happen because they've been put in the situation and it like they don't then maybe not evil necessarily but they almost don't have a choice in the fact that they have to like recreate what's going on
2: yeah Um, yeah that's the thing like it's just it's just them playing out these roles like that that was also a thing i was going to mention earlier that uh you know this this smithy character also seems to be like there's there's the movie version where it's like this where they're like living in this huge mansion right but then there's also this this other version like the scrambled egg version you know where she makes the fucked up the bad scrambled eggs and then it's and then it's like and then her husband is like much like he has he has like a like gruff like uh you know he has he has like stubbles on his face whereas it's like clean shaven in the movie version, and they're like more of this like i don't know how do I put it like this like this American like lower class couple uh there's there's like he that,
1: goes off to join the Polish circus,
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's, that's that's a that's a bit that's where the phantom first <laughs> gets mentioned right or that's the only thing yeah. the only time where the fan, where, where the phantom actually gets mentioned like the where she's like there was the i knew this guy they called him the phantom
1: also he's mentioned is he called the phantom by the woman with the screwdriver in her who goes to the police and it's like a guy hypnotized uh, yeah. me it was like this fucked up guy and he told me to go kill someone yeah. with a screwdriver. I, think,
3: I, think I don't, I don't think she mentions st- the Phantom, but she does, does speak
1: she about the, the guy. I yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. She yeah, yeah. I, give I a think she only says there was a man.
1: Okay.
0: That scene is kind of... That scene's got a really close up...
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Just way too close on this guy. Like I can, I can <laughs> oh, no, I talk can about holes. Pores. I can get in this guy's pores yeah. in another <laughs> fucking dimension, I'll tell you what.
2: Yeah, and there's like this... Um, <laughs>
0: The, the bit I was sorry to roast this actor from 2000. <laughs> so something or about filming
1: with digital, like with no correction, is that everyone does look really shitty. Like, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah, yeah. Lauren Durd's makeup looks so bad. But, like, weird. even when she's, even when she's like meant to be looking nice or whatever, her makeup just looks so shitty. Yeah. It's incredible
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: to me. Like, the, the most unsettling moment in the first hour, and maybe the whole movie, is just that first scene of Grace Zabriskie in the driveway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She looks so fucking she looks weird. she's
0: so deranged and like... I mean, that bit
3: looks, it's super overexposed, and whereas the yeah. rest of it, the rest of the yeah. film seems really, really sort of, at least visually consistent. But those those bits, there's, there's that and another one later on. I don't know, can't quite remember which one it was, but yeah, the overexposure just makes it sort of really loud on your eyes. Yeah. It's very yeah, aggressive. The, the
1: barbecue yeah. bit. Um, yeah, like- I was
2: going to yes. talk yeah. about that. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's
3: it. No, no, that's it. You the got bar- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah The barbecue bit is uh, like the
1: and <laughs> <that's> the funniest
2: green <laughs> <Neil> shit. <laughs> that's some new green yeah. shit. Yeah. That,
0: I was thinking of like, uh, yeah, the room when the mom was like, "Who are all these characters?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like it's like the fucking pool party in, uh, yeah, in you know. *Fateful Findings*. <laughs> Yeah, but it's great when the when this shitty husband, this piece of shit, idiot husband, just spills half a tube of ketchup on his white t-shirt. A comically large he, amount then of then ketchup. turns and his to shirt. her and is like, "Where is the paper towels?"
1: <laughs> She's like, "They're behind you on the table." Well, first of all, she looks into the ketchup and has a vision. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is so is much ketchup on his white sunset, shirt. Like paper
2: towels um, are not gonna help there.
1: It changed his shirt, my dude.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> that whole yeah, bit felt a bit sort of house. sitcomy to me. It felt <laughs> the, the slapstickness of the like ketchup felt like a sort of sitcom, bit. I wasn't sure what what was what really going was? on there.
1: Yeah, well, that's why it goes <laughs> into the rabbits, which is a sitcom,
2: you know? It's very memorable. Like, today when I was like, I need to finally change my Twitter head away from uh, <laughs> a- away from the Oval is Flag of America uh, daughter's fan, so I changed it to Where is the Paper Towers, because that's like the only thing I had in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good... Uh such a good Um, individual quote even though I'm not sure what uh what the catch up is supposed to mean. Like I guess I guess blood, maybe it could be a vision of like it could be a vision of like him being stabbed with the screwdriver later, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. Like her
1: stomach where she's got the screwdriver. And When she looks into it, girl with like a veil like saying some Polish shit. Yeah. Uh, which is apparently a reference to Sunset Boulevard, which is the scene in Sunset Boulevard which isn't which was actually just a film of the actress from Sunset Boulevard in her actual silent film that she was in. And it's that bit. Um I totally caught that
2: reference. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that great reference David, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you just love Sunset Boulevard. I love when that when she gets Stabbed with a screwdriver, and she's stumbling around, and they're on like the Hollywood with all the Hollywood stars, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> it makes you <me> think.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, damn, David. <laughs> I mean, that's. I think those are also the bits where the uh where the shot on digital like really pays off. I like the scenes where it's like just in the Hollywood streets, and that that really reads yeah. like mm. okay, so this is not a set, right? Like that that doesn't read like a movie set. That <laughs> yeah, means, like, yeah, yeah. Genuinely, like because David had this like digital camera because we didn't really talk about this but like this entire movie is you know besides the I mean, will mention that it wasn't it wasn't written like he just made it up as as he went like gave them yeah. Yeah. a few the new pages script. of script. like terrace house yeah i think
1: uh, uh, the,
0: yeah the first the first scene that he shot was Laura Dern talking to the guy in the really dark room about her childhood so
2: that makes sense
0: yeah. Um, mm. I think Which yeah. and then apparently
2: he wrote
1: got, as a like, short, and then a different the scene. And it was like, oh, long. hey,
0: I can, I can connect these. Yeah. Which is like me making a that's video. How I, that's how I make albums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah,
2: think <laughs> the thing I was going to say about uh, about this is that 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 also the this this like this is the first one he made on he made with digital cameras and it's like he filmed all of the scenes himself like he didn't have like a director of photography he was he was mm. holding the camera in every single scene and he also edited all of it like it, it, Wikipedia says Mary Sweeney produced the movie, but she didn't edit it because David, yeah. uh, because there wasn't a script that an editor could have worked with. It was with. too stupid. <laughs> it was too stupid to edit. <laughs> so it's like, and then also Angelo Badalamenti also didn't write the soundtrack for this one. David Lynch wrote the music for this and used like oh Angelo didn't other do it songs. No, no Angelo. there was
3: one that sounded super, super like Angelo. There was one that sounded like the music from the Pink Room from Fire Walk with Me and had David singing on it.
2: Yeah,
1: and like he that. wrote that. That oh, was his first yeah. room, oh, vocal vocalized you know? performance. Um that's the one where it's you like know, I I guess strange it makes sense what love that it kind of
0: has like a Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, makes sense that it kind of has like a Neil Breen vibe then, you know? Yeah,
1: it yeah. It's yeah.
0: like this is, it is kind of a one person. It's the one <laughs> yeah. guy
1: doing it. Yeah.
2: This yeah. is gen like this is the with, I, I I I'm not exaggerating if I say this. It is like the purest the purest david lynch you can get in a movie like this is like being jacked directly into david lynch's brain like you see you see through the camera exactly as he was holding it and you see it exactly as he edited it and it has his music on it
1: yeah he's doing the bit in rent where he's like from here on out i shoot without a script he's just just making the film from (laughs) right
2: A little
3: thing that I wrote down was, yeah, this is definitely sort of like a greatest hits of Lynch slash like the final boss of Lynch. Like It's the the least (laughs) immediately perceptible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This This is not
0: crazy. This is the
3: Dark Souls of David Lynch films. This is
0: not a beginner David Lynch film, Yeah, he's, definitely. He's
1: like, I'm going to do some experimentation, you know, give some things a go. And then he did this and he was like, well, that's it for movies for me.
3: <laughs> you've got to use all the skills you've learned from previous Lynch movies.
2: It makes sense. Like, this yeah. is the most movie a movie can get. Like, this is three <laughs> hours of, like, unfiltered David Lynch. Like, there's no there's no way to escalate it with a different movie. Like, of course he went back. Like, it makes sense that he, he first, like, just did music for a decade. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's like, I'm doing music now, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he's yeah. like, okay, I'll do more filming, but only if it can be 18 hours long.
0: Yeah,
2: and even <laughs> it can't I'll be do one 18 TV hours TV show <laughs> long. only
0: if I can make it the best thing that's ever been put. To and and even that yeah. is
2: like, yeah. um, like I think a lot of people's like reaction to 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 Twin Peaks season three is like, this is this is this is this is a this is a much less accessible Twin Peaks. But what it actually is is that it's a slightly more accessible in Indiana <laughs> Empire. Yeah,
1: this is that's, more like a, a Lynch movie rather than Twin Peaks. I was
3: I was, was, was going to ask about that. Because Janos, you mentioned on the group chat that you yeah. thought it was like the most similar to to the Return.
2: Mm.
1: Specifically, yeah, I think
2: I think I think the Return is just like the logical conclusion of like him making this. Like it's just. Hmm i it think
1: it's was like what if we had the same director but there was a bit more structure and there was some more writers yeah. and other people were doing editing yeah
2: um, yeah and so it's, it's like slightly like less it's like less it's like more watchable to like to like a general audience because it has like you know the rec- the characters you recognize from twin peaks right but like the, the final yeah. like the way it ends like the final two episodes you know like that's or, or even like the episode the 8th the, the episode that just like seems to be a complete departure of what happened like the the way the like directions change on the return it just like really r- reminds me of how like this movie like organically shifts from f- from a from a scene into a very different vibe suddenly, and you just get completely disoriented mm-hmm. and completely lost. And but it, like in a way that you don't even like quite know how it happens that yeah. you that you're suddenly so it lost. It makes
1: so much more sense in having seen like all the intermediary David Lynch movies because he does it yeah. every yeah. single one of them, so <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so him being like, oh, the last few episodes. Spoilers, I guess. But Cooper is gonna like become alternate universe Cooper and yeah. then he's gonna there's gonna be like six different Coopers and they're all sort of the same, but they're different <laughs> Coopers. That's just like every single David Lynch thing where he's like, yeah. What if there were people who look the same? <laughs> yeah. But they were different. <laughs> I guess, That's what if their identity is fucked?
2: Certainly this one, like it's you know, that bit where there's a um, where Laura Dern walks walks into the set of her own movie uh and she's the one who was like seen earlier right like that's mm. there's just all these like connections like these cause cause like later on there's also turns where she like where the lost girl is like watching her on the tv and then she like walks into the room and then she's like but she's like also on in the movie yeah. or like walks out of like these
1: then they make out
2: and then they make out <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, that's what I'm
2: here for. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: David Lynch is like, make um, the woman kiss.
2: <laughs> and then she disappears.
1: Like, yeah, Let's watch. Yeah, then she's yeah. gone.
2: And then they're lip syncing to a an wow, simon song. Wow, your gaze.
1: <laughs> wow, vanish your gaze, am I right? <laughs> this is just like <laughs> Mulholland um, Drive, where they also vanish. Yeah.
0: They, um... uh. Did we talk about that scene? So she gets stabbed. Yes. Mm -hmm. and she's sitting next to some street people Mm -hmm. um, and they're talking they're talking about uh, their friend who, they're talking about the bus
1: yeah, how to get to Pomona
2: (laughs) incredibly Uh, unsettling scene (laughs) Yeah. like, really uncomfortable scene to watch yeah um Terry Crews, is there. And then, Terry Crews is there. Terry
0: Crews is there. Terry Crews is there. He's hanging Terry out. Terry
2: Crews as oh. street man. That's his credit. Yeah. Wow. Um
0: yeah, and then it like zooms out and we see the cameras and yeah. the director yells cut and it's like, "Oh, that's like I don't know. That's a really good oh shit moment." In
3: yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought that bit was very very good. And one of you mentioned earlier that the yeah. the being shot on digital sort of mm. allows you to begin thinking that it is like it's not a set it is just real yeah. life and that mm. allows you so easily to be it gives you the payoff when you when you do see that camera pan away you're like no 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 <laughs> you've nice been studio. bamboozled
2: yeah that's what I tried yeah. to say earlier that this, that this movie like on high and blue tomorrows seems to like first it's like this really stuffy like studio movie right and then like the more the movie starts to like veer away from or, or the 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 more the movie starts to go on the the less like even 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 in the earlier bits like it's it becomes more and more like a lynch movie that is being filmed mm. and then yeah. it just maybe completely the... becomes unfollowable if it's like still the movie or not in a way that yeah. maybe
0: the the movie on High and Blue Tomorrows is just really weird and hard to follow,
2: but then it's also <laughs> just so. done by this this, this British like theater guy.
0: Yeah, he's secretly like an auteur, like David Lynch, like visionary. Yeah, he is. And David the whole Lynch. movie yeah. is just yeah, it's that movie's the weird one, not Inland Empire. No. No. Inland
1: Empire is like really it's, normal. <laughs> like oh, I'm
0: yeah, just it's up. just about a really weird movie.
2: <laughs> it's just a documentary uh, about on High and Blue Tomorrows, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the one of the um, the girls who are the street people is like, oh yeah, my cousin, she's like really hot. She wears a blonde wig. She wears a
2: blonde wig people, in a David Lynch movie.
1: People, people who wear a blonde <laughs> wig are like the hottest <laughs> people who ever lived. This is just an
0: <laughs> he had to get it in there. He had
2: to. <laughs> yeah, but she has a hole in her vagina wall.
1: Yeah, but she's got a hole in her vagina wall oh, that yeah. leads to her intestines, and she's she's got not that long left.
2: <laughs> Sounds like but a bad like, time,
1: but she's got a monkey, which is cool. She got a monkey. Um,
2: then in the end of the movie, she does we shit see everywhere, her.
1: though. Yeah, we see her and her monkey in the end. Um,
0: oh yeah, at the at the DreamWorks dance party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> excellent
3: credits. Excellent, excellent
0: credits. Oh my
1: god. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, so she yeah. she wakes up out of this it's, nightmare, and oh well, she doesn't. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a film. It's all a film. All... No, now yeah. she's really fucked.
0: <laughs> she sees herself in a movie theater, yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then she uh, she sees the guy go up the stairs to follows, have a conversation with her,
1: yeah. she follows the green the green coat guy. She goes upstairs in the theater and then she sees the phantom. And then she shoots him with a gun, but he's got her face, but, like, super fucked up.
2: This is, like, the scariest... Like, photoshopped this is the scariest done. thing yeah. I've <laughs> ever seen. That's... But also the shittiest look. It's the shittiest looking scariest thing in the world. Yeah. Like it's, it's,
1: like a, it's like a creepypasta. <laughs> it
2: genuinely, it really like, it's, it's, it's exactly the, the type of, like, unsettling thing that is, like, mm. about, like... Jeff the Killer the JPEG before you actually know what the, the before you actually read the Jeff the Killer story and just like find out it's bullshit but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: oh she gets the gun out of a hotel room that's the the door is four seven like the like the movie yeah mm-hmm. feels even um yeah
2: yeah yeah that bit where and she like
1: we're
0: putting it together yeah there it is
2: now it now it all sense. makes sense and the rabbits are it. the rabbits are in there.
1: Yeah, she opens the oh, door yeah. to the where the rabbits are, and then but they're not there. But she's in the room. Yeah, Um and that's when she kisses the girl, the the lost girl, and then she to husband and child, and is like woohoo!
2: Another happy now. <laughs> another happy. Um, I Smith is good now.
1: <laughs> Smith is good now. He's good. I and mean, they're happy. I,
2: I guess we could try to work backwards from that scene, right? Like maybe it's a. Uh, maybe it's like a Mulholland drive type situation where it's like these characters are also like the i don't know maybe something about about this like lost girl uh, cuz like if we, i'm trying to put this together in a way that it makes sense um but mm-hmm. but but like i'm really struggling yeah. with the way that like in the end the the husband it, it, it seems to be like this this other girl's husband and not and not Laura Derns. Like
1: the actor who plays the guy who comes in, who's hurt, who she's been reunited with, is the guy who she was having the affair with, who was murdered with the screwdriver. Yes. Um. So now they've been sort of, I guess, freed from the curse, and in mm. this sort of hypothetical realm, I don't know, are they in heaven? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they're like reunited. Because like Laura Dern's character is like she says that her she had a son who died Um, when she's talking to the guy in the room at the top of the stairs. She says that she she had a son who died and that she felt like she was in a dark theater with the world like moving around her and stuff. So I don't know if it's like one of the the recurring bits. It could be that having like a dead kid or something.
2: Could be that.
1: Um,
0: I think. Oh God, somewhere in there is. It like cuts back to her talking to Grace the risky in the palace in the house. Yeah, mm. and it's like, oh, this was all. It was she all says, a
1: conversation.
0: It was all a it, it. was all a really weird story that this neighbor woman told her. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, and then we see or something, and then we see the guy's fucked up sister who like. Killed three people in the first grade. He's got one leg, uh, and she's like, "Sweet." And then I was like, "Is this the end of the movie?" Sweet. Um, <laughs> and then they have a they have a dance party. That's
2: <laughs> quite Yeah.
0: And there's a guy sawing a log, like in Twin, like in Twin, like twin, in
2: Peaks. twin Peaks. Just like I mean, this just like logs, Peaks. like
0: sleep, like like dreams, because it's all yeah. a dream. We are the dreamer who lives in in, in dreams, The, dream inside, dream,
2: the dream. dream inside the dream. The dream inside. We are the dreamer I mean, this this entire movie does feel like does feel like this entire movie takes place inside the Black Lodge. Like it does have that vibe. Like all the yeah, all the all the like rooms, like all the, like walking that Laura Dern does, that leads into like, you know, you <laughs> never know like where what room it's gonna lead into, right? Or like what what place it's gonna lead into, what what like point in time it's gonna lead into.
3: Yeah, there are no hard and fast rules on, on like space and time. Yeah
2: movie, it's, it's set up like w- right at the beginning with Grace Zabriskie where she's like uh, I do remember things that haven't happened or something like that or, or like uh, I, I'm so forgetful I forget if it's today or tomorrow <laughs> if it were tomorrow you would be sitting there
0: If it was 9.45 you might think it was after midnight yeah.
1: Which
0: I think uh one of the Polish people says, Oh it's nine forty five. Oh my god. At some point. Somewhere somebody says that. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's like, um, oh I
1: am the worst for forgetting.
2: Um I am the worst. Gosh. Uh
0: Yeah. Wow. I, is that what what else happens in this movie? <laughs> I did not, so I did not many watch things. I did not watch that. Extra hour, and uh-huh. hour plus of content. Um, it's
1: probably for the best.
0: Maybe we'll do like a. Maybe we can lump that in with the Twin Peaks, the missing pieces. God, on our when we go back through the st- pick up stuff we miss. Mm. Maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, that is that is that Inland
1: Empire? <laughs> is that the film? What else is there to say? Um, um a lot of things happened. Um I did read a very funny interview. Well, it wasn't an interview, it was just like a quote, which was saying that um the producer had never worked with David Lynch before, one of them, and <laughs> went up to Laura Den and was like, uh, David has requested that we get like a woman with one leg and like a guy sawing some wood and a monkey <laughs> by this oh, afternoon. Yeah. Is he joking or is he serious? And Laura Den was like, No, he's serious. <laughs> He's like, this is just working on a Lynch film, dude.
3: Yeah, no, that tracks.
2: Yeah. Um, um, Yeah, he said, sit back and enjoy the ride.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And this is also, you know, for your concern. Oh.
2: Yeah. Did she get it? That meme. (laughs) No. She does kill it in the movie, though.
1: Yeah, she does so much. She is so good. Yeah, those those scenes.
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. this is not seems is just... she's in handcuffs or whatever. and She's just going off yeah. all those stories. You get all these great unbroken shots of just her rambling. And it's so good. Yeah, I
2: mm-hmm. mean it's not just it's I I I said this when someone when someone brought up Laura Dern in this movie, but It's not just like Laura Dern's best performance. It's like Laura Dern's five best performances.
3: Yeah, four or five different ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh Thanks man. So much.
1: She's doing so many different things. Um, she looks so shitty for so much of it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. If i have taken anything just... away
3: from this podcast it's that Laura Dern is really an incredible actor.
2: Yeah. Laura Dern um,
3: is top stuff. Yeah.
2: yeah. You incredible. heard it here. Maybe nepotism is good. I Maybe. T- <laughs> <laughs> if I can
0: if I can put forward a take, and okay. this might be yes. controversial. Mm-hmm. Um I think this movie would have would be better with a script. <laughs> and I know that what? might sound obvious, but
1: <laughs> it might I have think, benefited from a certain amount of structure maybe a little bit. I think maybe,
0: you know, I so like I I've watched it once and I no, I've watched it twice. Sorry. I've watched it once this year and for the first time last year. Um, and I, here's the thing, this is tangential, I yeah. guess, but, um, I think we have this idea about, like, the auteur, you know, I mean, I'm not just speaking generally, I think we, the four of us, we have a podcast about one yeah. man. Mm, yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, you know, you do need that strong creative vision, but, like, You know, so much of what made Twin Peaks work was Mark Frost Mm. and, you know, all the other people, all the other writers like contributing and even something like Mulholland Drive. Like er, the rest of his filmography, there are other people. Yeah. Mary Mary Sweeney
1: editing, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah.
0: There are, you know, in order to facilitate an artistic vision, it's really helpful and it can only improve your product up to a certain extent like to have other people's vision Mm. influencing it Mm. to
3: collaborate like
0: yeah yeah, exactly and like how other people see it can and should be incorporated into the work and that's why i think like because yeah it is very similar to the return and so a lot of these ideas and this sort of web like sort of fractal structure i think it works a lot better in the return when there are you know, it kind of has to it's like there have to be other people who are at least enough on the same page mm. for it to get made. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's just yourself, you can just make and you don't have to be on any page about
2: anything. Yeah. So I mean I think my uh perspective on this is that uh this movie would not be if it weren't like if it had a script, right? Like that's that's the thing he set out to do is yeah. like what if I made a movie without a script? Like can I like just work by like the dream logic thing and just by the logic of like mm. a lot of the previous stuff he did, like you know, Twin Peaks ha- very famously the uh, Bob was an accident that uh, that. He accidentally filmed the the sound guy, and he thought, "Oh, this is really scary. I'm gonna make him the central part of the entire mythology." Right? There's, yeah, there's there's a ton of other instances where he just like, you know, even even like Mulholland Drive, right? It was gonna be a TV show, and then then it didn't, and then he like rolled with it, and then made it into a different thing. Like he has this, he had this like intuitive working. So I I think, I think as an experiment to do one movie that is. Pure David Lynch's subconscious. This pure like David Lynch brain. That is just like without David any Lynch saying, Welcome without Welcome to my twisted world. Yeah, w- w- <laughs> without any planning, just like go ahead and make a movie. I think I think for that, it's remarkably successful in doing that. And he, if he had done it, if he had done this method like once more, it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> but but like as a yeah. I think like as a combination of like of like him experimenting with different types of stuff, I think it's like it's remarkable <laughs> and I I, I I think I can like I can totally see why he why he stopped making movies after this and yeah you know, why he why he took a break after this like I think it just I think it's just a logical conclusion that couldn't really have happened in a different way. <laughs>
0: It's definitely a spectacle. And I, in a, that doesn't sound like the backhanded criticism it sounds like, yeah, but it, 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 it's, a, it's absolutely, it's remarkable that it exists and uh, I'm glad it exists how it does, but I'm just putting my little artistic <laughs> yeah criticism hat on.
2: And, I mean, he did, you, you know. know, the next thing, like when he did, uh, when he did. The return that was like a very conscious collaboration again, like a very conscious, like artistic collaboration with Mark Frost, uh, and with all the uh Twin Peaks people. So it's like you know, e- even for him, it was like very clearly supposed to be, or it's very clearly stated, one off that he did it this way. Like, I, I do think this is an insane way to do a movie, um, but I'm yeah, yeah.
1: it took three years
2: this is also where we get
0: the clip of him saying I am so depressed I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) I've not got a clue (laughs) which is an all time all time great lives in my head rent free
1: hashtag David Lynch moods Uh
2: -uh. (laughs) yeah I think it's an insane way to make a movie but it's like uh, Hmm.
1: yeah it's understandable
2: (laughs) Um, I'm glad it happened (laughs) you know yeah, it's interesting, it's interesting to, to see the product this, of it. it. I'm glad I got yeah. to experience this cuz I've genuinely never like not seen anything like this. And we have watched through all of the David Lynch movies and that and that after having watched all his previous movies, he can still do something that we're like grappling with so hard to make sense of it is remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's really just, you know, and it feels it does feel like a milestone for us to have like finished all of his movies oh my god we did yeah, yeah the last feature film wow
1: completed it mate
2: <laughs> and we have all seen the return so the return so it's like yeah no... I've
1: seen every single well yeah. I haven't seen the missing pieces but I've seen pretty much every David Lynch medium yeah I mean every no. like major
2: work right like every yeah consciously released and those work TV... that he did and those tv shows
1: yeah, apart from on the air, on the air, yeah, and uh,
0: I guess hotel yeah.
1: room. Listen, some are gonna gonna go through the cracks, but mm, pretty much yeah. <laughs> we've completed it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I definitely feel like I've learned a lot over this.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like I've managed to take something new and interesting from each of the each of the works.
1: Yeah, it is funny They're... seeing how they string together. And like the how the themes really are yeah. like mm. so similar all the time the same yeah he's yeah. got like there's blonde like
3: blonde women three or four things that
1: he's really <laughs> yeah. obsessed with um, mm-hmm. mostly blonde women um, infidelity
2: yeah
1: uh, doppelgangers yeah. and loss of identity yeah
2: the mob the mob yeah the... shady
1: criminals of indeterminate um, yeah. Yeah. motivation
2: the movie industry the, and they're.
0: And they're more indeterminate than ever now without subtitles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can you can't determine a damn thing. But yeah, we barely talked
2: about the circus bit, but that it's Polish. but it's mainly because I didn't fully understand what the circus situation was. <laughs> it was very cool. Like I was I was glad to see a circus, but uh
0: There's that line that comes up, uh Laura Dern says it a few times, and also the one of the Polish girls says it, uh look at me and
3: yeah. Is,
0: look at me and tell me if you know me.
1: Yeah. Have you, tell me, have Something you seen like me that? before? I think it's like,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, okay, I wrote so, it down. Yeah. It's, it's look at me and tell me if you've known me before.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's such a weird wording. That, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, yeah. Laura More Dan asks
1: them and then they sunscreen. ask each other and it's like, damn, but did you? Well, were you different? Mm. When you see me, you I won't you know be me. me.
0: Yeah. Mm mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also a shot that happens a couple different times. There's, like, a room with red curtains, and there's, like, mm. an arm POV from the screen. It's like, oh, it's
2: the arm, maybe. I don't know. I just found out something. A, it's an arm. Which ah. might be interesting. Um, so there's this there's this bit in this movie that comes up that, like, one of the... You know, one of the like funny bit. one of the incarnations of Yeban, like one of the incarnations of the story is Exxon n, the longest yeah, running that's it, the radio play. the longest running radio play in history. Apparently, it was set like in two thousand two, David Lynch po- posted on his website that like nine part nine part mystery drama radio play. Is going to premiere oh on the website, on his website, on DavidLynch.com, and it never materialized. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So now I'm just like, one David Lynch. We learned that David Lynch was an aspiring podcaster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, give me it! Oh. uh,
2: but come on the podcast, Mister Lynch. But it's but it's wild that he uh that. It, It was like in 2002, so it's like four years before this movie even came out. Like it it was one of those bits, like you know, the same way he incorporated rabbits into this, he also put like this, yeah, uh, this radio play that he never completed into the movie. It's kind of cool. It's just, it's just really like that was one of the question marks I had in this movie. Why is it called Axon, and what does that mean? (laughs) Apparently, there's no answer to that. Well, it kind,
0: it kind of looks. Doesn't somebody say something about like a a a math equation on the on a wall? Yeah. It kinda looks like a math problem.
2: Does it? It is written in a mean uh, in a weird <laughs> way.
0: The O could be like a like or a zero. You know, like a I haven't done math in a long time. <laughs> Doesn't isn't there like a <laughs> the the multiplication sign it could be
2: like a little dot?
1: Yeah. Like a little one. That
2: was also like the bits where like Laura D- Dern had that door that had "Exxon" N, uh, written on it. Like yeah. that, like that set or like that alley was also like just visually one of the moments that reminded me the most of the Return. Like that gave me the same vibes as the um, uh, as the bits in the Return where like James and the guy with the glove are talking, or like those you know those like factory type landscapes. The the bits where like the david bowie three years
1: yeah yeah um yeah there's a bit the bits that remind me of the return and the bits where it's like shitty america Mm. um just like one of my prevailing images from the return is just the bits Mm. that are shitty america it's just like wow it fucking sucks (laughs) um But like, ah, oh, these guys are hanging out, and it sucks. Look how awful America is in this particular, like, <laughs> fucked up motel or whatever. Which there were bits here that felt very similar. A lot of vibes, a lot of Mister Lynch vibes.
2: Okay, apparently, I'm just having the Wikipedia open. Apparently, the circus connection is that her husband, like Smithy, was a circus bear tamer. Uh, yeah,
1: he joins the Polish
2: circus. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't, I just didn't catch what you, what he did at the circus. That bit was so hard to follow. The whole like, the whole like bit where like Laura Dern is like, doing this con these confessions about the fucked up things that happened to her so much.
1: Yeah, she like grabbed a guy's balls and yeah. gouged his eye out, and she was like, got that jelly all over me, and he was crying like a baby.
3: <laughs> she says there was goo, and I'm like, oh yeah, fuck. That's, that was goo. <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, see that. That crying like a baby bit Also like reminded me of the other bit Where it's like Where she calls like in in the movie She calls uh, Billy you poor little infant child (laughs) Like that It's such a Mm -hmm. a specific way of Comparing someone to a baby Like it's not just just, Oh baby but it's like poor little infant child You know
0: An infant not just an infant child You (laughs) said
1: Infant child sounds like when you're referring to Jesus in like a hymn, or like in a Christmas carol.
0: <laughs> it does. That's so specific.
3: <laughs>
0: oh my god.
2: <laughs> um, I guess I guess yeah. that's yeah. in empire. Is there? I'm trying to remember if there's any bits we didn't talk about. We didn't. Oh, there's that bit. Where they're like I think it's like we're at the barbecue and then the Phantom just runs out with uh, oh, with a, a, light a light bulb in his mouth.
1: mouth. Oh yeah. But Uncle Fester.
2: Yeah, apparently the background <laughs> okay. for that is that the guy who plays the Phantom, like this Polish he's like a very well established well established like Polish actor, like has been being in like Polish production since the uh, since the seventies. <laughs> and for for in empire he showed up wearing like fake glasses. And David Lynch was like no <laughs> you can't wear those it doesn't it doesn't work for your character at all but this actor was like but I have to work with a prop uh, so he offered him like this light bulb and like like a broken tile and like something else and then he chose the light bulb and then David said okay you got that one and I'm going to throw away the other two cuz you're not allowed to have any <laughs> you're not allowed to have more than one prop <laughs> you, know, you can work with this light bulb and he put this light bulb in his mouth and ran out with that
0: that is that's bizarre. That's okay.
3: <laughs> We're making movies, Aww. baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now that's Hollywood, baby. Uh,
3: crazy, crazy
0: little Holly Weird behind the scenes action. Um, it, after the like the weird interview, I thought about how maybe it's about uh the paparazzi kind of,
1: uh-huh.
0: like, because. Uh, TMZ was really on the mm-hmm. rise and like the whole Britney Spears stuff that was horrible I thought like okay maybe it's like the blurring between uh, you know your role as an actor and your role outside of that it, that kind of blurs because you're sort of always being uh, you're always being you know recorded yeah. by people and
1: like role um, as a celebrity yeah. in the public eye, sort of thing. Yeah.
0: And like her on the street kind of like freaking out. Um that interpretation didn't hold water for <laughs> long as the film went on, but
1: <laughs> that, it was I'd say that bit does seem just, very pointed though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's
0: just, yeah. Just this, that just It's just this it's just just one short about.
2: short bit of like David doing a satire of like talk shows, I guess. Like I I'm I'm sure if you watched this in two thousand six, you understood immediately which talk show personality this is supposed to spoof. <laughs> but now, with hindsight, I have no idea.
1: Just being like, "Aren't oh, interviews cringe? <laughs> Don't you hate having to do movie interviews? I do." Mm.
0: <laughs> For some reason, they all keep I keep asking think me of... about
1: my eight wives.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> all I can think of is that interview person being played by like
2: RuPaul. Oh my god. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's all, I can, that's all I can think
2: of. Hey, yeah, you want to <laughs> guess who Justin Theroux was married to? Mm. Who? Um, Naomi uh... She's a friend.
1: Oh, um, at that point, I guess... Uh, yeah, no, Courtney Cox.
2: He was married to Jennifer Aniston.
1: Was he? At
2: that point? No, not at that point. They married 2015 and divorced 2017.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I uh, thought you meant contemporaneously. No. I was like, I'm pretty sure it, she was with Brad. It
2: seems like that was his only wife. With Brad. Brad. Um, Oh, yeah, this was 10 years after Brad Pitt, though. What's Justin Thoreau even
0: done since?
2: <clears throat> He's been in, like, this? TV shows. He's been in. He played.
0: TV actors are fake celebrities, yeah. I'll He's, say he that.
2: Was in, okay. I'll that. He was way. in an episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> Okay. oh cool wowzer
1: my mom told me that justin theroux was louis theroux's brother and i believed her for like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he hasn't really been he has been in like very minor roles in star wars the last jedi and joker but hmm. wikipedia lists those as cameos so i guess he's just like friends with a lot of hollywood people
1: like a lynch actor thing where they just don't do a lot But he
2: wasn't in That many Lynch stuff Either Like he was only in Warhol and Drive And Inland Empire
1: Yeah
2: Yeah
0: Laura Dern gets around Oh yeah In in Mm -hmm. roles I don't know why I said it uh, (laughs)
1: uh, Oh I guess I I, I guess Laura Dern was in Jurassic Park
2: Which is like The most famous Of course Yeah Yeah, yeah. No I was gonna say Brilliant I just realized That with Justin Theroux Making a cameo In Star Wars The Last Jedi Meaning that uh, Laura Dern and Justin Theroux Are reunited in that oh
1: my god of course
0: (laughs) the layers oh my Uh. god (laughs) part of watching um inland empire should just be watching uh the last jedi (laughs) in the middle of it
2: yeah those are also connected like the same way like rabbit shows up in inland empire right it's also connected to star wars the last jedi yeah she's all contiguous she's
1: staring like Crying at the TV, and then it cuts to the Last Jedi being on the TV, and then it goes into. Like,
2: <laughs> what do you think David is trying to? That could be a
0: good. Oh, go on. That would be a good meme. uh The <laughs> lost girl watches what the lost girl watches on TV. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, like when Bernie Sanders yeah. looked at a TV once. Yeah. That oh, could I be love
2: the that. New, that thing. That that's that, that's that's. I I love that as a new meme because it's. Incredibly obscure and pointless, like <laughs> and, a
0: l- and a little bit uh, out of out of pocket. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I mean, the other, Good. I I I saw a meme today that was uh, Ronald Reagan at like a barbecue party, but he had a uh, he had le- he had uh, he had linen in his cup, um, but that but that gave me the exact same vibe as like the. As like Smithy with the ketchup on his shirt at the barbecue party, like
1: yeah,
2: we gotta make that yeah added. yeah he's put the he's put the lean on his <laughs> t shirt yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta make it purple uh, the,
1: okay do we have any final other, yeah I was gonna ask inland empire what
2: do you what do you think David is saying about like with the with the girl being like trapped made to watch TV and it's like rabbits that's being on like what. What does that say about society? Uh,
0: t- TV bad.
2: Yeah, I guess.
0: Well, yeah, I don't.
1: It will will be like, TV and movies are evil, but then he just keeps making Right. Them, so, like, what is it? <laughs> like that. I guess he stops that That's after why he stops like. making it. Yeah.
0: Because mu- music is good and wholesome. Yeah, yeah. music's uh,
1: fine. No problems in the music industry.
3: Yeah,
2: no, never. Hardly any. <laughs> but that's like, that's like all all media or all entertainment or, or like entertainment is evil vibe is like in this one, it's in Lost Highway, it's in Mulholland Drive, like it's it just comes up so much, but then he keeps doing it. So I don't know. Mm.
1: It's like the fucking Lost Highway thing where the guy's like Oh I don't like to record things Because I like to remember them how I remember them And not how they were filmed And it's like this is one of David Lynch's actual opinions It's like he makes movies
3: (laughs) His job (laughs) is to record
2: things (laughs) I feel like it was the Uh, crudest crudest, uh, The the crudest in in Lost Highway and then He he kind But I, I, I can't say he refined That take like I don't know it's just there, like it's there too. Like this, this girl is like crying while like watching TV, but it's like the only thing she can do in this room. So I don't know. Yeah, Makes you think, doesn't know.
0: it? No, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking right now. Not if
1: I can help it. <gasps> All my
0: neurons are like. Beep, beep, beep,
1: beep, 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 beep. <laughs> They're playing a tune. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, any any final points?
2: Mm-hmm. I feel like this. Could- Laura Herring is at the a- end of the movie. Herring, yes, yeah. just for oh, yeah. just for one scene. She does a little sexy wave. Yeah, like I was. I was well, like, she's also the- one of the rabbits. She's I one guess, of the rabbits. So. Yeah, yeah, but Naomi Watts doesn't show up. Like she's also one. She's also one of the rabbits.
1: She is probably busy. Uh, I
2: guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just um, sort of for um, one scene, like if William H Macy could show up.
3: Oh, brilliant! Um the bit where Laura um. Dern runs very slowly towards the screen was spooky.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Got a few scared. jump there's a here. lot right. of a couple I think of jumps. this
2: is a very spooky movie like in a way that like it's not a horror movie but it's still incredibly unsettling.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> kind of a horror movie, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I, it's a bit. I think I, I felt mean, like this I'll was be, the yeah, one no that than, grazed like, the closest
0: Mulhall to being drive, like overtly or, horror. Um Firewalk with me.
2: Yeah. I, mean, I think out of all David Lynch movies is the one that I would be most comfortable calling a horror movie. Mm. But
1: I think Fire Walk with Me is a horror movie. Maybe. I think Lost Highway's
0: Lost Highway's a pretty cut. Yeah, Lost movie.
2: Highway would work. Maybe a razor head, I don't know.
1: A lot of them are kinda or maybe adjacent, I don't know.
0: Straight story is pretty Spade Spade scary. Straight
1: <laughs> story is like a damn trash. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the horrors of the American healthcare system.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, this is a very good movie, and you should watch it if yeah, you if haven't you got already. In which
1: bad then you should you should watch. Yeah, it. yeah.
0: I would I would say we've spoiled it, but we kind of haven't. No, it's, it's just it
2: doesn't matter. like for me, it was like on my first watch, I was like, gave me a headache. And I was like really struggling to like keep watching for all of the three hours and i watched it literally the next day and i not only enjoyed it a lot more but uh, it was also like much easier to watch it for three hours like uh, and because because I, ha- I already had like yeah. these few things that i could like grab onto like i recognized the movies stuff you know and the like fierce event stuff
0: once you get the beats down yeah
2: so like honestly, maybe if you've listened to this podcast episode and haven't seen the movie, maybe this is just gonna make your movie experience better because now you've you heard all of our opinions and then you can watch the movie and like get mad at how wrong we were. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But you can't if you like. Right.
0: Um, similar in premise, but not really in execution, is um, the movie uh, opening night from mm-hmm. 1977. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. by John Cassavetes.
2: I, I literally have a download uh, of that, just haven't gotten around to watching it.
0: It's a phenomenal piece. I need to rewatch it, because it's it's just such a... It's got a lot to say, and it's similarly about an actress who kind of loses herself in her part, but it doesn't go off the rails so much. It, it, it goes somewhere very mm. strange and interesting, but um, in a different way Mm. I I love that movie
1: yeah what's weird is I read I watched anti-porno like two days ago and it's like very similar (laughs) because it's like it's like about a girl and who's like you think she's an artist and she's like being really abusive to her assistant and she's like this really fucked up weird artist and she's saying all this stuff and nothing seems to make sense and it's very surreal and then it cuts away, and it's like she's in a porn movie, but then she's not in a porn movie, and maybe she is, but maybe she isn't, and maybe it's in her head. And then it keeps like cutting back to like her dead sisters in the room, and then she's like, sees her," and then she doesn't, and then it keeps like flashing back. And then there's like a video that she took of herself having sex, and then it cuts, and no one else can see her in it. And she's like, "Oh, it never happened." And it's very like similar thematically. It's very weird. That sounds dope. It's good. It's a good movie. I check it's- that out. Sion Sono. Um, who's like, a, he's like a Japanese director who I'm, I'm trying to, to watch films. <laughs> I'm trying Ooh. to watch film. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's only like an hour and 15 minutes. So it's like really, it's a
2: lot shorter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, one movie that's, that's, that's a nice watch. If, if we keep like bringing up movies that this has like a relationship to, or is like similar to, I will also shout out, uh, southland tales which is a movie that came out the same year and it's weirdly similar structure wise in that it's also it also will make you just completely lose track of what like how the, the separate parts hang together except then it the in the end it's gonna explain it all with time travel <laughs> like it's oh hell yeah oh it's it's David, it's just a less that. good movie just than. Say, oh, this. it was time travel. <laughs> I will say, I will say that S- Southland Tales, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Sarah Michelle Gellar, and uh, Sean William Scott, is a less good movie than Inland Empire. But, um, <laughs> but David, David Lynch and Richard Kelly seem to have similar structural sensibilities. Just it's just that Richard Kelly knows no. Um, Knows no subtlety or restraint.
1: like a Garth Marangi type. Yeah,
2: sort of. he's no he's subject. genuinely a Garth Marangi type author. Author, yeah, or author.
1: It's also this film is very like the video game Alan Wake. If you
2: don't, <laughs> if you don't
1: <laughs> don't believe me,
2: uh, I'm right. I mean, um, I mean, Alan Wake and Control are like just like literally the, them trying to make David Lynch games, right? Like that's.
1: Sort of. It's very, like, um... There's sort of more Lovecraft, but David Lynch, but also... Um, there's a Alan whole... Mike's I, I don't
2: think there's... A-
1: Alamick's about Stephen King. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think there's, like, a singular movie director who is, like, as influential on, like, video games of the past, like, decade than David Lynch. Like, there's, 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 there's a lot to be written about that, I think, like, with...
1: Maybe, like, a mainstream action the, uh... one.
2: I yeah, know. I mean, I guess...
0: What about the uh, video ad, video game adaptation of Fight Club?
2: (laughs) What? Hmm. No, that's just like in London.
0: Where it's a
1: fighting game. I did not know that existed.
0: Oh Oh, wow! They couldn't get um uh they couldn't get the rights to the uh the the looks. What's the word?
3: The likenesses. Um,
0: Like yes, they couldn't get the rights to the likenesses of Brad Pitt or Edward Norton. So it's just a, it's just a yeah. fighting game.
2: Yeah, you know, I think what I should have said is that for the indie or, like, the artistic strain of video games, I think, like, a lot of them are trying to be Lynchian, And, like, with, uh, I don't know, Kentucky Route Zero did a lot of, like, mm. uh, Lynch reference stuff, or, like, Twin Peaks reference.
3: There's a lot of pulling on surrealist cinema. Yeah, 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 Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, and then, of course... Or there's, like... Um, yeah, Deadly Premonition. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Oh, yes. Obviously,
1: Deadly Premonition. Yes. That's more. <laughs> I don't know. I think that catches the, the, the vocal cadences of a Lynch thing more than anything else does in any other game. <laughs> for good and for ill. Hmm. Anyway, okay. It's all good. It's, it's fine. There's no problems with that franchise. No. Um, famous. I laugh anyway, how, fun- I love how uh, well
2: those games run. <laughs>
1: They run really well. They're also not transferring. There's no trans- ever. stuff um, in those.
0: <laughs> I didn't know about that.
1: Oh my! Oh, there's a. Uh, yeah, it's the this second the game thing. had a lot of bad shit. Yeah. Um, oh no. Uh. Anyway, this has been Lynchpin, Inland Empire. You loved it. You love us. You love to listen. Um, what what are we doing next? What's the next project? I guess
2: Twin Peaks. Mm. Twin Peaks Britain. Yeah, how yeah, many hit we hit, hit straight in. How nice. Many <laughs> how many episodes? 18, do you think so... you can? Yeah, there are like, a lot. Because <laughs> there, there's a lot of episodes, but there's also a lot happening in them. Like I think we need to go slower than with than with the first two seasons. So I want to say like the first four. Or I think five. the first four worked together pretty well because the first two were like released immediately, and then the other two either leaked or like went went up to the streaming platform so like i watched the first four like pretty much like immediately and then had to wait a month to watch episode five so
1: on the dvd they're like set as two films like the first two and then the third and fourth Mm. one they're like both together um in groups of two so i guess we could do those ones four sounds good one two three four i've already seen them in the last two weeks but
0: oh wow yeah the yeah part four ends at a good place yeah okay yeah Yeah. i think we can it's it's it's
2: 18 episodes so i think we can if we do like four episodes each then we can do like four episodes each and then the final two as one episode which i think makes sense because the final two are also like one unit
1: yeah i do think it drags in the middle we could almost do like like six in the middle because yeah we can do that okay um okay this has been linchpin Uh, until next time, stay spooky and beware of blonde ladies, as Always (laughs) know where
2: the paper towels is. (laughs)
1: Always know where the paper towels are. Uh, don't trust anyone. Don't go into any mirrors. If you see someone who looks exactly like you, do do not talk to them. (laughs) Um,
0: Do you have a couple of dollars I could borrow? (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot of nerve, I know.
2: I'm very good with animals. (laughs) <laughs> everything hey, um, Stanton is just is just such a treasure in this movie
1: uh don't, don't say that line um I will see you see you soon bye 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 you
0: you.